You are listening to the Overreaction Bills podcast on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, rate, and leave a review if you enjoy it. And now, here's your host, the voice of the Overreaction Bills podcast, Joe Miller. What's up, everybody? Joe Miller, voice of the Overreaction Bills podcast. And my guess is, is you are missing some, some exclusive content from the Overreaction Podcast. What does that mean? That means that I have my own RSS feed inside of whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, the Overreaction Show. Uh, I know that a lot of you are navigating over to the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network uh, feed, and you're basically getting it there every single week. However, when you do that and you don't subscribe to my own personal RSS feed, you're missing out on the, the pregame content. You're missing out on my repost of the Humpty Hotline. Any special content or bonus pods that I'm doing, you are missing because they're not found on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network primary feed. So this is what I want you to do. Get into your your whatever platform you're listening to, uh, search Overreaction Bills. My show will come up, subscribe to it, rate it, leave a comment, and then let's rock this thing. going on what is going on bills mafia welcome in welcome into the overreaction sports podcast brought to you by the market dominator on the buffalo fanatics podcast network i'm your host the voice of the overreaction sports podcast joe miller and you can find me on twitter at joe miller wired but i think you know that already unless this is the first time you've ever listened and if this is the first time or the second time or the hundredth time that you've listened to my show, it's brought to you by the Market Dominator. Dominator. Who is the Market Dominator, you may ask? Well, the Market Dominator is my very good friend, John Spazcheck, And John is a real estate agent with Keller Williams. Keller Williams is the largest real estate brokerage in the world. And John is consistently ranked in the top of all brokers in Western New York. Look, here's the thing. I talk about him a lot. If you've got a house to sell or if you're in the market to buy, why not just reach out and do what I did and call the best guy that's out there? Call John. You can reach him at 716-570-3298. That number again, 716-570-3298. You can also reach him on e or at, with his email at youreliteBroker at gmail.com. You can also find him on Twitter. His handle is YourEliteBroker, at YourEliteBroker. And oh, by the way, as I always like to tell you, John is, is Bill's Mafia. Reach out. Let him know the voice sent you. Call John today. How are we feeling? How are we feeling, Bill's Mafia? The Buffalo Bills are 10-3. and three. <laughs> It's weird to even say it. I mean, I know the Bills were good last year. You're, you're talking about a football team that was, what, 9-7, and seven, and then I think they were 6-10. Was it 6-10? and 10? 10 and 6 last year made the playoffs. Obviously, playoffs 9 and 7. Not in the playoffs. Josh Allen's rookie year at 6 and 10. 10 and 6 last year made the playoffs, lost to the Texans, and now they're 10 and 3 already. I've said it about 100 times this year with a stranglehold on the AFC East. This is what it feels like. Hmm. <laughs> it's just weird. It's bizarre. 
But before we talk about this football game against the Denver Broncos, let me start like I always start, which is this. Welcome into the show. If you've if you're a longtime listener or a first time listener, let me just say welcome. And whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, in your car, on the way to work, or at the gym with your AirPods in, welcome. It is so good to have you. But like I said, the Buffalo Bills are ten and three. They're playing some of the best football in the NFL right now of any team. I'm sure that you all heard Colin Cowherd and what he said, and whether or not you believe in him or his words because he is very Colin Cowherdy. I don't know any other way to say it than that. Very flip floppy, uh, back and forth, uh, yada, yada, yada type stuff. Um, but he made a very strong case for why exactly why the Buffalo bills right now are playing better football than the Kansas city chiefs and the Kansas city chiefs are, not even arguably, but they are considered largely the best team in the NFL. And it was funny because when he put the Bills at number one, I was like, oh, come on. Come on, Colin. You don't you don't believe it. Like I, I immediately was immediately was just like, whatever, bro. And then he started to break it down and, and all the different ways and the stats that were there. And we talk about I talk about it on the show. Stats only matter until they don't. And this the stats that he was ringing off kind of matter. They very much matter. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Buffalo Bills are the number one team in the NFL because, to me, we talk about this a lot as well. In order to be the man, you've got to beat the man, and the Buffalo Bills did not beat the Chiefs. So how you ascribe to power rankings and where teams are seated and the whole idea of who's playing the best football right now, it doesn't matter to me. The reality is this. The Bills are playing some of the best football in the NFL. And, oh, by the way, is this what it feels like? Is this what it feels like to go into a game utterly, completely, convincingly not even worried about it? We, we play the Denver Broncos Saturday at 4.30 in Denver at mile high. And like I have no fear, trepidation, concern, or worry whatsoever, even to the point of if the Bills go out there and they put out a stinker and lay an egg, it doesn't matter because... If they beat the Patriots the week after, they're the they, they clinch a playoff spot and they're the AFC champions. If they if the Dolphins lose a football game, they're the AFC champions. If they if they, if it comes down to the last game of the season and Tua to, to Tonga Vailoa playing football in January in Orchard Park, if the Bills win that football game, they win the AFC East. It's just the amount of sheer confidence that I have going into this football game, the amount of settledness that I have in my heart over what's going to take place, at least throughout the rest of the regular season. And I said it a couple weeks ago. I, I believed the Bills could run the table, and it looks like they're going to do that. But if 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 this is what it feels like to be confident, if this is what it feels like to be the fan of a good football team, if this is what it feels like to know and expect your team to go out uh, on game day and play good football, give me more of this. Wow. Wow. It actually takes me back. You know, I, I've had a lot of time to reflect. I've had a lot of time to think, specifically coming off of that Steelers game. And I know the Steelers game has been beaten into the earth, and we've, we've talked about it a lot, and you've heard about it on all the shows and everywhere. But I just want to bring you back to remembrance of it real quick because for me, the Buffalo Bills came out in that football game against the Steelers, and they were a shell of themselves. They were not in rhythm. They were, they were not in a flow. They were basically laying. The defense was playing well. 
coupled with the fact that the Steelers' offense was playing like crap, just like the Bills' offense. But they were not feeling themselves. They were very much getting punched in the face. Josh Allen was being punched in the face by that defense. And about halfway through the second quarter, Josh Allen reverted back to the 2019 Josh Allen, which was every every time something was going sideways or wasn't going perfectly well, Josh began to feel like he had to get it, like the whole game back in one play. Not like I got to get a big play, but like I've got to like win this game on one like like n- nothing's working. I got to throw the ball 35 yards downfield, like to a to a guy that's triple covered. We saw it against the Titans, right? And I remember thinking to myself at that point in time, this game, you know, I, the, the Steelers scored that touchdown. And I was like, that might be enough. That might be the game right there. That, that one touchdown might be enough to basically be, the, be this football game. Now I'm going somewhere with this. So stick with me. What's amazing about the situation is what we watched unfold was something we've not seen from this football team. I don't remember when. Josh Allen comes out in the second half after they made some adjustments to basically the way that they were playing offense. They went from 10 personnel and 11 personnel to 12 personnel exclusively putting another tight end on the field. Blocked up the Steelers defense. Josh Allen got comfortable and started beating them all over the field. I think he went 11 for 11 to open the third quarter. Stephon Diggs being his primary receiver who was wide open everywhere, all over the field. Like they completely forgot about Stephon Diggs. Who knows why? But it got me to thinking, all that to say this, it got me to thinking and remembering back to a time as an older Buffalo Bills fan. There was a time when I was younger and Jim Kelly was the quarterback of this football team and we reminisce a lot and I know a lot of the younger fans are sick and tired of hearing about it, but it's relevant. There was a time and the older fans will tell you, the older generation will tell you that no matter what the score was, If the Buffalo Bills were down by five, if the Buffalo Bills were down by three, if the Buffalo Bills were down by seven, if the Buffalo Bills were down by 10, 12, 14, whatever, we were always confident that the Bills were going to come back, that they were going to turn it on at some point and come back and win. And more often than not, they did. More often than not, they did. There was this ever confidence that when that football team was on the field, when they were playing in the game, unless it was a complete and utter blowout, which happened rarely, there was an eternal confidence that this team could come back from a large deficit or a deficit or just bad play in general. They could flip a switch. They did it a lot over that run. And then you advance 20 years, right? Through 20 years of watching this team. And this is where I start catching everybody in the net. For the last 20 years, we watched a football team that if they had a five-point lead, if they had a 10-point lead, if they had a 15-point, 20-point lead, and at some point in the game, third quarter, fourth quarter, wherever, gave up that lead even by a point. So hypothetically, the Bills are up 24 to 3 in the second quarter, five years ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago, four years ago, 24 to 3. I don't pick a quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, JP Lossman, pick one, Trent Edwards, Drew Bledsoe, whatever. 24 to 3. And by the end of the third quarter, the score is now 25 to 24. The other team is winning. We lived in a world for 20 years where all hope is lost. It's over. The game's over. We can't, one point is too much. We lived in a world for 20 years where, you know, if the Buffalo Bills were down by two points, 
and there was three minutes left in the football game, and the Bills were on the opposing team's 48-yard line in a fourth and two, they would punt the football instead of going for it. And that shaped my psyche and shaped the way that I thought and believed about this team over 20 years to where I'm now having to get myself out of the mindset that if the Bills aren't playing well, then that means the game is over even halfway through the first quarter. And it's not that anymore, Bills Mafia. I'm here to tell you that this is a different football. We've watched it. We've watched it progress over three years. We've wa- Actually, over, the, over four years since Sean McDermott and his staff got here, we've watched them change the culture. We've watched them learn. We've watched them grow into big games and big moments. We've watched them overcome and learn lessons. We've watched them to the point now where if this football team is not playing well at any given time, it doesn't mean they're, that they're not going to play well for the rest of the game or for the next three games. How about that one? You feeling that one? Bills win two games in a row convincingly eight years ago and then go on a three-game slide and can't win a football game, can't complete a pass, can't can't convert a third down. That wouldn't ring home. That wouldn't ring true to anybody. It's a different world. It's a different era. It's a different mindset that we are now living in Bills Mafia. And I want you to be, I've, I've said it on the show a couple times, I want you to be confident in who this football team is. I want you to believe in them because it's different now. This is a football team that in in any given moment, in any given situation, if there's still time on the clock with this quarterback, this offensive coordinator, this defense, these people, they can come back, they can turn it on, they can win, they can put teams away, they can close the door. And that's what I want you to feel. That's what I want you to take into the next three games and into the playoffs. It's a different team. It's a different team, and I hope and pray that you're ready. If you're not wholly, fully on the bandwagon yet, I hope and pray that by the end of this Denver Broncos game that you're on it. Speaking of this Broncos game, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. This this Broncos football team is not great. Von Miller is not playing in this football game. Their quarterback, uh, Drew Locke, is, you know, sketchy at best. You know, when you when you consider uh, you know, what his stats look like through this season and how he's played. You know, he's he's playing like a young kid. He's playing like a young quarterback that's got a lot to learn and a lot to figure out even still. You know, when you compare the two quarterbacks, Josh Allen, uh, which you're all very familiar with Josh's numbers too, to Drew Locks, you know, he's played 10 games. He's His completion percentage is about 57%. Uh, he's got 13 pass touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He's been sacked 12 times and he's got two rushing touchdowns. He's also prone to turn the football over. Uh, He's made comments this week uh, in regards to Tredavious White that they're not going to try to avoid him, (laughs) that Trey is a really nice player and he's good at football, but if his read takes him to Tredavious White's side, that he's going to throw to Tredavious White. And more power to you, Drew. If that's that's where your read leads you, uh, I'm telling you right now that uh, you're not reading the play right because (laughs) much better quarterbacks than you have stayed completely away from Trey uh, Tredavious White, and I would recommend that you do as well. Uh, their their cornerback group is very much hurt and kind of uh, in in trouble. They're going to have a very hard time. John Brown is not playing in this football game. He's healthy and better, but just due to a, a sickle a sickle cell condition that he has, he is being held out of this football game. Even with that, their 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 defensive backfield is going to have a very hard time covering the likes of Diggs, obviously Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis. 
the Buffalo Bills should, by for all intents and purposes, unless they come out and step on their proverbial wieners, they should come out and stomp a mud hole in this football team. It really should be, I don't want to say no contest, but the Bills beat the Denver Broncos last year. Uh, Josh Allen was not playing like the Josh Allen we see today. Uh, but I really don't have a lot for you other than the fact that, you know, if we go off of what the Bills did to them last year and that game was never really in question, understanding how the Bills have progressed this year, the way that they're putting the defense together and the defense is finding itself along with the way this offense has played and basically the regression that the Broncos have gone through. You know, the reality is, is I just don't see any reason unless, you know, it's just a matchup issue and they've got some special plan that befuddles the Bills. And it ends up being in that in that instance, for me, a learning experience, something the Bills can take away and learn from. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to jump right into the Bills Mafia uh, Time to Shine segment brought to you by Ambit Design. You know, everybody uh, basically hates <laughs> uh, making and keeping uh, their websites up to date. And that's where Ambit comes in. Ambit Design works with clients all over the world and can help you get online to help you grow your business there. Why stress about your website? Ambit will handle that for you. You can call Matt at 765-507-9219, 765-507-9219, or email him at mattg at ambitdesign.com. Here's what's up. So I have a business. I own a small business. Uh, the business is called Nema Supply. It is an e-commerce business where uh, myself and my brother who own it, basically uh, we are distributors for uh, electrical enclosures and uh, industrial automation parts. Well, all that to say this, we have some 404 errors on our site. If you know anything about this type of stuff, uh, Google and all those metrics don't like errors on your website. And when they do, when they find them, when they web crawl them and find them, they basically bury your website and they don't allow search engines to pick it up. Well, uh, I've hired Matt and uh, to fix those 404 errors for my website. So I am not only friends with Matt, uh, Matt's not only sponsoring my show, but uh, I'm also a customer. So uh, go to the guy that uh, The Voice is using. Go to Matt uh, at, over there at Ambit Design uh, for all of your website and uh, branding needs. Uh, with that, We've had a little bit of a mix-up this week. <laughs> so the mix-up is twofold. Number one, the preview show is coming out on Friday. I'm flying to Tennessee for about 18 hours tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm recording this on Thursday, and I'm leaving early in the morning on Friday, so I've got to get this done Thursday. So I didn't really have the time to collect as many of the Time to Shine hot takes that I wanted to. And also, we had an error in that the two of the ones that I got – uh, the attachments weren't there with the hot takes. So I've only got two for you tonight, unfortunately. And I apologize to uh, the two guys that uh, didn't get theirs in or, or didn't get theirs attached. Uh, my apologies. You, you, I, there's nothing I can do. I'm, I'm really kind of just strapped for time. But the first one comes from my guy, Brian Bowers. What you got for me, Brian? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, Joe, a.k.a. The Voice. The Voice. The Overreaction Podcast. Hey, Joe, Brian Bowers. Um, oh my God. This will be shorter and sweeter because nice. we're not playing primetime game, really. So, I mean, technically it's not primetime, but um, Broncos are not really one of those opponents that we need to, in my opinion, fear. I don't think the T-word trap game is going to come into effect here. Agreed. I think the Bills will go down there and handle the Broncos easily by a score of like 34 to maybe 13, 34, wow. 16, something like that. That's where I'm at um, in this football game. I think we'll get over 100 yards rushing, mm. you know, from all of our running backs, and that includes Josh Allen, mm. Zach Moss, and Singletary. Between three um, of them, yep. Their secondary's banged up, you know, what's his name? Uh, A.J. Bouye's out for the year. Yep, yep. Because he's suspended. 
I don't think they can cover us at all. I agree. This week, I don't think it's necessary for us to even play John Brown. If he is healthy, um, you know, I would rest him a little longer, get him ready for a bigger game or even the playoffs. In fact, um, even if John Brown is ready, I don't think he can play because of sickle cell. Correct. My high air. I don't That's think right. he That's can right. play in that game anyway. That's so right. That's right. That might be even better. Just let John Brown sit. Um, the Broncos running game with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, they got a, good, a nice one-two punch there. Um, even if they get yards against us, which, you know, could happen. I know Bills have been better at that in recent weeks. They're still, like Clay Troyer said, they're still not going to win the game, even if they can run the ball. Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to beat the Bills. I, I just don't see it. I Agreed. Mean, Agreed. It's time for us to give our team respect and that's know right. there's an opponent that we should handle easily. That's right. We're going to handle them easily, and I think that's what's going to happen this yes, game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk about My it. My hot take, Joe, is that two Bills receivers, two of them, will go over 100 yards receiving. In this game, I'm going to say it's going to be Diggs. Steph Diggs, yeah. And Beasley, but I'm kind of leaning towards Diggs and Gabriel Davis. Um, I'm going to go Diggs and Gabriel Davis. They both go over 100 yards receiving. Nice. Beasley will get some numbers, but I think that's how it might play out. I could be wrong, but either way, two, two guys are going over two 100 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it that way. Nice. Lastly, um, Drew Locke must have. Bumped his head before he made that statement about he's not going to shy away from Trey White. Drew Locke, if you're listening, that's a mistake, my man. It's a mistake, my man. Trey is playing top-notch football like we know he always can. That's right. He's an all-pro for a reason. Um, Trey will get a pick if he decides to try to throw the ball Trey White's way. So that's what I'm thinking, Joe. Let me know what you think. Go Bills. Go Bills. Bills Mafia, time to shine. That's your man, Brian Bowers. My guy, Brian Bowers. Your guy and my guy, Brian Bowers. Yeah, so uh, he 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 basically said everything that I said to you. So, Brian, we got to get Brian a show. Uh, that was solid. Uh, the biggest thing is going to come down to, you know, the Buffalo Bills are going to do what they've got to do, in my opinion, to stop the run. So, Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon is the key to this football game. You make Drew Locke beat you. And the reality is, is I don't see any way possible for Drew Locke to beat this football team. The Bills offense is going to do what the Bills offense does, specifically with the trouble that the, the Broncos have on defense uh, in their secondary and with Von Miller not in this football game. I just, it's one of those games. If, you, if there's ever a football game that Bills Mafia should be supremely confident in us going into and coming out with a win, it's this one. Barring what a tragedy barring devastation barring something completely happening that like is just unbelievably unexpected this should be a pretty much this should be a w and should be a pretty easy w as far as w's in the nfl's in the nfl go the next one that we got for you in the bills mafia time to shine is from t estelle uh who is the host of the not your average podcast which is a uh, buffalo sports podcast uh t what you got for me Hot take for the Buffalo Bills against Denver. Lay it on me. We're going to win 30-17. to 17. Locke is going to eat the words that he said about Trey White. <laughs> Everybody um, heard it. <laughs> Moss, I want to say, is going to have a big game. Mm. I'm ready for him to have a breakout game. Finally, um, um, Gabe Davis, uh, I think he's going to be, you know, I like Gabe Davis, so I want to say he's going to have like five catches. Nice. Of course, Beasley is going to be the man. Josh, of course, we all know he's going to have a great game. In our defense, hot take, two interceptions. Ooh. All right, guys. That's my hot take. Go Joe Miller. Go Buffalo <laughs> Mafia. Bills Mafia all the way. Peace, y'all. Go Bills. Thank you, T, for being a part of the show. Listen, everybody, that's what I got for you for the Bills Mafia Time to Shine brought to you by Ambit Design. 
I want you guys to, we got, we got like three games and some playoff games left. I need you guys to be involved with this. If you're, there's thousands of people that download and listen to this show every single week, both the preview show as well as my post game show. If you were listening to this show and you've got a take about the Buffalo bills, whatever that take might be, whether it's about the game coming up or you've got, you've got a take about the playoffs or a player in the game like T did as far as like Zach Moss breaking out, Brian and her bull said Gabe Davis are going to have good games. This, or, or They both said that Gabe Davis is going to have a good game this week. Get it to me. All you got to do is grab your phone, open up your voice recorder. If you've got a if you've got a Droid or an iPhone, they both have a voice recorder. Hit record, record your hot take, stop, and then email that file to me at overreactionsports at gmail.com, overreactionsports at gmail.com. I'll get it on the air and I'll respond to it. But I'd love to get us in some, some sort of a rhythm and a routine of you guys being a part of the show. I love interaction. I think you guys know that about me. The, the biggest comments I get about this show as well as my post-game show is everybody loves the interaction with Bill's Mafia. So be a part of my show. Be a part of the Bill's Mafia. Time to shine. Let's take a real quick one-minute break and we will be back on the other side for my picks of the week and my closing thoughts. Hello, this is real estate broker John Spasjack with Keller Williams, better known as the market dominator. You know, today's real estate market is as hot as it has ever been. So if you are looking to sell your home, chances are it will sell fast. But the real question is, will you be able to sell it for the right price? Folks, I have just developed some very unique marketing strategies with the effective use of AI artificial intelligence that help bring the highest paying buyers to the table so that you don't leave any cash behind. You can reach me at 716-570-3298. And if you are on the buying side, you will likely find yourself in multiple offer situations. You will need unique strategies in order to win in this highly competitive market. I have developed some strategies that are out of the box. I can't share them all with you on this ad, but if you call me at 716-570-3298 or shoot me an email at youreliteBroker at gmail.com or hit me up at Twitter at youreliteBroker, I can give you everything you need to win in this market, just as our Buffalo Bills are going to do it. Go Bills! Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the Overreaction Sports Podcast brought to you by the Market Dominator, who you just heard from on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Miller, the voice of the Overreaction Bills Podcast. Oop, I said it. The Overreaction Sports Podcast. (laughs) My bad. Sorry, Mr. Pagula. I apologize about that. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and let's roll the music. So this is what up, or this is what's up. I got totally blown up last week. My picks were awful. <laughs> so hopefully I'll fare, fare, fare better this week. So first game up, Bills at Broncos. You know where, I, where I'm going on this one. The Buffalo Bills. I think my score prediction was 34 to like nine. That's my score prediction for this football game. The Bills crush. The Broncos in mile high, uh, 34 to 9. Panthers, next game, Panthers at Packers. Give me the Packers in that football game. The next one, Texans at the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts. The Colts are hot. I like Phillip Rivers in the light or in the blue and the white. 
Lions at the Titans. The, the Lions are a little bit of a different football team now that uh, Patricia has been fired, but give me the Titans in that game. Bears at the Vikings. Seems like every time I pick against the Bears, they win. So you know what? I'm going to take the Bears this week over the Vikings. Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team, the Washington Washingtons. Give me the wa- the Seahawks. I know Washington's on a hot streak. Go ahead give me the Seahawks in that game. Uh, Patriots at the Dolphins. Here is my setup. In order for the Bills to clinch the AFC East this weekend, two things have to happen. One, the Bills have to beat the the, the Broncos. The next thing is, is the Dolphins have to lose. Uh, that's exactly what I want to have happen. I need the Dolphins to lose in this football game, and I need the Bills to win for the for for the the Bills to clinch the AFC East for the first time in 25 years. So give me the Patriots <laughs> over the Dolphins. Uh, the next game, Jaguars at the Ravens. Give me the Ravens in that football game. Buccaneers at the Falcons. Give me the Bucks in that foot in that football game. 49ers at the Cowboys. I'll take the Cowboys. What the heck, right? I got a little bit of uh, ginger Andy Dalton love going on there, and I'm not a big believer in the 49ers football team. Eagles at the Cardinals. Give me the Eagles. Jalen Hurts looked pretty good last week. Give me the Eagles in that game. Jets at the Rams. You know what? I'm going to take the Rams over the Jets, clearly. Chiefs at the Saints. Wouldn't it be a lovely and beautiful thing if the Saints beat the Chiefs? So give me the Saints just for the sake of taking the Saints. Browns at the Giants. I'm going to take the Browns in that football game. And then last but not least, Steelers at the Bengals. What about a surprise? I believe that the Buffalo Bills are going to end the season at least, at the very least, with the two seed. In order for that to happen, the Steelers have to continue to lose. I think the Bengals beat the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Ladies and gentlemen, those were your picks for the week. I'd like to call them locks. The problem is, is I'm not very good at picking football games, so they're definitely not locks. If anything, stay away from my picks. But you have been listening to the Overreaction Sports Podcast brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. I'm your host, the voice of the Overreaction Podcast, Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. And as always, it's just great to have you guys listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the interaction. I appreciate the follows on Twitter. I just appreciate being a part of Bills Mafia and being one of you guys. So the Buffalo Bills are going into Denver. I got the Bills winning 34-9. to With that, that's all I got for you. I'll see you on the other side. Get ready for the uh, the overreaction tweet bank where you tweet me after the football game, post-game, of the of the Broncos game, the Bills Broncos game. With that, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Go Bills.